0: Zayn and Gigi Hadid are going to be parents, and the internet has exploded. There have been one million confirmed cases of COVID-19 in the U.S., and that's a lot. And the show must go on. We're talking with BuzzFeed News' Christy Yandoli about how Hollywood is making it work during the lockdown.
1: The date, April 29th, 2020.
0: The time, News O'Clock. Hello, friends. I'm Hayes Brown.
1: And I'm Casey Rackham.
0: Casey, I have not been able to stop thinking about UFOs this week.
1: Okay, well, that checks out.
0: Uh, hey, but also, (laughs) yeah. But, I mean, those videos that the Pentagon put out on Monday are pretty freaking wild. You have to admit that that's true.
1: Okay, confession, I have not watched those, but I do watch Roswell, New Mexico, so same Difference.
0: Yeah, those bitch ass aliens. So I know <laughs> that they're probably not aliens in these Pentagon videos, but some of them are really weird and the Pentagon kept them a secret. And so I don't know if it weren't for the you know everything, I feel like we'd be talking about this a lot more. <laughs> yeah, I
1: don't I don't like that it was a secret. That's never fun. Secrets aren't fun, especially they when are... it involves aliens. <laughs>
0: Potential aliens. Uh, I I feel like part of the reason though they haven't broken through is some of these videos were leaked before by the Blink 182 frontman. So the true alien conspiracy parts of the internet have already <laughs> seen this footage. Now it's just the Pentagon being like, yeah, uh, those vids, they're real.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm a firm believer that aliens are real because I think we'd be stupid to think that there isn't other life out there. <laughs> but
0: what, what do you think? S- I think that I agree that Drake, the Drake (laughs) equation is probably a legit way to think about this. There's just so many stars out there that how could there not be more life out Mm -hmm. there? But that's enough nerd cuts for now. Time to pivot to the Corona update. Today, we have three things you need to know.
1: Do you have any more of the good news you had yesterday? I loved that.
0: Uh, number one. There have been one million confirmed COVID-19 cases in the U.S. as of yesterday. And that's way more than the president predicted back at the start of this in February.
2: When you have 15 people and the 15 within a couple of days is going to be down to close to zero, uh, that's a pretty good job we've done.
0: President Trump said on Twitter last night, the number of cases in the U.S. is so high because our testing is, in his words, So much better than any other country in the world, capital W. That's absolutely not the case, with most experts sure that there are many, many undetected cases out there still, both among people who are sick and people who've already died. So, not so much for the good news to start off.
1: (laughs) Great. I, you know what? I was too hopeful there.
0: Okay, number two. We learned today just how badly the U.S. economy has been hit by this crisis. U.S. GDP, or gross domestic product, shrank by 4.8% in the first quarter of this year. Which for the non-economists in the audience is not a number you want to see. That is, in fact, the opposite of the kind of number you want to see. Things are supposed to be even worse by the end of quarter, two, with prediction of the economy shrinking by as much as 35%. The weirdest thing, though, as economist Justin Wolfers pointed out on Twitter, nearly half of the loss for these first few months was because of less spending on health care.
1: Okay, what? How? No.
0: (laughs) I know, it doesn't track, but with hospitals overwhelmed with COVID cases and elective surgeries being canceled as a result, hospitals have been just hemorrhaging money. Those elective surgeries usually bring in big bucks either from patients or insurance companies. So now we have hospitals out here laying off workers and facing closures.
1: It makes sense to me just about elective surgeries. I think I was reading a while back about those who are looking for top surgery, and I don't believe that that is considered quote unquote essential right now. So I mean, yeah, there's less spending even when it should be spent, you know, people
0: still need surgeries. And number three, if you think things are going not great in the U.S., may I introduce you to a little country called Brazil. Brazil's president, Jair Bolsonaro, has been out-trumping Trump by continuing to say that the coronavirus isn't that big a deal. Brazil hit 5,000 known COVID-19 deaths yesterday, which is higher than China's official toll. When presented with this, though, Bolsonaro told reporters, I'm sorry, what do you want me to do? So far, he's been against social distancing measures and has openly mocked the idea that he could get sick even as he's met with supporters and coughed loudly while meeting with them. He also fired his health minister and his justice minister quit at least partially over the anti-science approach to COVID that Bolsonaro has taken.
1: I mean, this just, it sounds like this was two months ago. Like, people have done this already. We've gone down this path. We know it's not the right
0: path. (laughs) And yet, he's out here leaving sad breadcrumbs (laughs) of dead bodies behind him for others to follow as they continue down this COVID path. That got dark fast.
1: (laughs) That got really dark. I didn't like it. (laughs) Okay, it's time for good news, bad news. As you might guess from the name, this is where I bring you some of the most awe and some of the most, oh my God, no stories from around the internet. Good news. Love can still blossom these days, even across borders. There's a couple living on either side of the US-Canada border and they found a way to make it work despite the pandemic. This is a rom-com and you can't tell me (laughs) otherwise. (laughs) Okay, so basically, Savannah Coop, 25, lives in British Columbia, and her fiance, 26-year-old Ryan Hamilton, lives in Bellingham, Washington. So they met via a dating app because apparently, which I found fascinating is when you're e- when you're that close to the border, your like Tinder area match can just set you up via that way, which makes sense. So they fell in love, they got engaged. But unfortunately, they still live in separate countries. And when social distancing came into effect and coronavirus was everywhere, they were not allowed to cross borders. So they are literally have not been able to see each other, except they found a way to do it. And it's that they stand six feet apart on either side of the border where there's no fence and they go on cute little dates. Oh, I know it's adorable. And police officers and border control have gotten to know them because they're like, hey, what are you guys doing? And they're like, oh, you know, <laughs> just going on dates. And so now they get like nice little waves from, from officers passing by.
0: <laughs> That's really sweet. And I, I really like that. Oh my gosh. Imagine though, setting your Tinder and realizing, oh, that's an entirely other country. Do you really want to go to another country for this right now?
1: Okay, well, I've actually been to Bellingham, Washington and I feel like you would drive a distance to go find someone if there isn't anyone there. I mean it's a, it's a lot of like beautiful nature around you but maybe less people. <laughs> I shouldn't be saying that coming from me because when I was using Tinder and I'm in LA, I refused to go past five miles because I'm not dating anyone on the west side.
0: <laughs> Wow, five miles when I was living in D.C., which is the last time I was using Tinder. Uh, Two miles. I'm sorry. Do you want me to go where? Mm -mm, I'm sorry. Listen,
1: I I support you 100%. (laughs) (laughs) So bad news for any One Direction fans who thought you might still be able to get with Zayn Malik. He and Gigi Hadid announced yesterday that they're having a baby. (laughs) Zayn and Gigi have been off and on for forever. I mean, since like 2015. And most recently, Gigi was with Tyler C. from The Bachelor. That was a wild time. Uh, But Zayn and Gigi reconnected late last year and they've been quarantining together. And we now know that they are going to have a little baby which fans have been all over because she recently celebrated her 25th birthday and she had all these Instagrams about it and so did her sister Bella and all the fans are like digging into all the clues that were mm. leading them to believe that she is pregnant.
0: Wait, wait, what kind of clues did, did get sprinkled on Instagram there?
1: So she had those big balloons that say the number. So she had two and five and one right. balloon, the string the string on it was blue. And for the other balloon, the string was pink. And then Bella posted a picture of like her opening pre of Gigi opening presents. And mm-hmm. one of the pink bags had a sunflower emoji over it. And some mm. fan found that bag online and it says something like welcome little one on <gasps> it. So she put the emoji over it um, to block it. And I'm like, kudos to the detectives out there. You are truly doing great.
0: Doing the most.
1: They are doing the most, but honestly, I just want to talk about how this baby is just going to be surrounded by so many famous people. Because, I mean, the Hadids are just, we know Yolanda from Real Housewives, and she used to be married to David Foster, who I'm sure, like, his family's still in the mix there. And then we've got Bella, who's been on and off with The Weeknd. And then we've got Anwar, who is with Dua Lipa. I mean, oh my God.
0: That is so many famous... This child already... If Bravo hasn't already gotten this little baby their own reality show by the time it emerges into the world, some executive producer has completely fallen down on the job.
1: Oh, 100%. And if Yolanda isn't pitching that around, I mean, come on.
0: Yolanda is on it. Oh, Yolanda. I could go so many places with that, but I won't. Anyway... (laughs) When we come back, we've got Chrissy Yandoli with us to dish on how Hollywood is cranking out hits during the coronavirus. Sit tight.
2: At Chief it, we're tired of hearing new year, new you, fat-burning secrets, and lose weight fast. The only thing you need to lose is self-doubt. The body you're in deserves respect, love, and support. Support
3: you're not getting from your current sports bra. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually does its job and outperforms the most popular brands on the market. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at shefit.com slash
0: 2022. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree.
2: After 30 years. It's time to return to the halls of West Beverly High and hang out at the Peach Pit. On the podcast 90210 OMG, join Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling for a rewatch of the hit series Beverly Hills 90210 from the very beginning. We get to tell the fans all of the behind the scenes stories that actually happened. So, they know what happened on camera, obviously, but we can tell them all the good stuff that happened off camera. Get all the juicy details of every episode that you've been wondering about for decades as 90 902- super superfan and radio host, Sissony, sits in with Jenny and Tori to reminisce, reflect, and relive each moment. From Brandon and Kelly's first kiss to shouting, Donna Martin graduates! You have an amazing memory.
3: You remember everything about the entire 10 years that we filmed that show.
2: And you remember absolutely nothing of the 10 years that we filmed that show. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to 90210-MG on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get
1: your podcasts welcome back it's time for say more this is where we get to talk some of the best people out there into spending some quality time with us
0: the lights of hollywood have dimmed but the show must go on and the people still crave movies and television shows so how is tinseltown still cranking out entertainment fodder for us
1: we've got buzzfeed news entertainment reporter christy and here to tell us all about it hello christy hey guys how you doing Good. We're so glad you could join us today. Um, You published a story over the weekend titled How the Coronavirus is Changing Television Production. What did you
3: expect to find when diving in versus what you actually found? Well, this is such a constantly evolving situation. So, to be honest, when I first started reporting on this, I was talking to crew members and seeing, you know, how productions had shut down. But then those conversations quickly evolved into how some shows were staying alive despite the quarantine. So, I wasn't really sure what I was expecting. I had seen some Jimmy Fallon clips and some late night clips but i was super curious as to not only how that stuff was getting made but also how other shows were adapting if late night was adapting other people were probably thinking about it as well
0: so one of the things i loved in your story was the details about how keeping up with the kardashians is still going strong do reality shows have an edge these days over scripted shows
3: I don't know if it's reality shows specifically. Definitely influencery markets and talent who are used to curating their content for Instagram and for the internet kind of do have Mm. an edge and a leg up. So I don't know that it's reality shows, but it's definitely true for the Kardashians. Um, Just like their producer told me, she's not worried at all about the episode that will come out about the Kardashians in the quarantine, because they're already so well-equipped and talented at curating their own content. So maybe it's reality stars, but it's definitely the Kardashians.
0: I loved, by the way, that you mentioned that basically the production crew just threw iPhones at the Kardashians. That Here, you deal with this, and they have so far.
3: Yeah, I mean, the feedback I've heard from producers in general, which isn't really surprising to any of us who have used iPhones, is that the quality of the iPhone video that you're going to get is really just as good as any professional camera. Like, obviously the tools are different, but the quality is so great that everyone was like, you know, we don't want to give people brand new tools. They're not used to learning. This is already a stressful enough situation. So here are some iPhones. And I think with the Kardashians, it's such a different situation. They're executive producers on their own show. They've been doing this for 18 seasons and this is just the show. They're obviously so good at doing this in life in general that producers gave them iPhones to use for video footage. And we're just like, yeah, uh, come up with some things. (laughs) (laughs) You also wrote about how
1: American Idol is still going to be doing live shows. And I just want to know everything about
3: that. How are they going to actually achieve that? You know, I was on the phone with both executive producers and the showrunner for such a long time. Like, we were chatting for a half hour because I had the same questions. I was like, logistically speaking, this is so technical and nerdy, <laughs> but please tell me how this is going to happen. And I think that's honestly not to say that other shows that are still airing aren't experiencing their fair share of challenges, but to produce a live show with 20 contestants across the United States. And then you have like the bands and the coordinators and the producers. It's like, that's a serious technical feat to be able to do all of that. And it just, from what I understand, it involves a lot of communicating, a lot of people directing on zoom unlike the Kardashians, it's not just like they gave all of these contestants iPhones and they're like, okay, cool. Send us footage. It's like, they're deeply involved with every single contestant. You know, it's a competition show. So everyone has to have the same exact equipment. It has to be fair mm-hmm. because the, ju- the judges are judging in real time on zoom. So not only do the producers want the judges to be able to hear everything perfectly and see everything perfectly but like that needs to be the same for every single contestant just so that you know it's like a level playing field yeah it sounds incredibly complicated and it aired last sunday for the first time and they're just they're going to keep rolling with it so i am thoroughly impressed with the fact that not only are they pulling it off but like they're pulling it off well
0: i'm shocked too because that's giving me a headache just thinking about trying to pull that off Uh, you mentioned the fact that the judges are going to be judging live over zoom we're doing this podcast remotely everyone's on zoom constantly now anyway do you see a world where maybe this is the new normal for shows that don't need a huge set or massive production costs
3: i mean that was my question for every single producer i was like you know what does the future look like and the truth is they don't know like nobody knows anything right now and they're everyone's just in survival mode trying to like get through their seasons trying to finish whatever currently they're working on and I don't think this is anyone's preference like I think that Zoom and technology and iPhones have been amazing and able to like help people get through this survival mode but like I actually do think it was the keeping up with the Kardashians executive producer who told me people want really glossy high quality content. And that was a really popular trend right before the quarantine started, was like, we don't want to watch janky stuff on our televisions. Mm. We want high, high quality. But then, you know, I think it was a Samantha Bee producer told me, we're learning all these new tools we're and skills, and it'll be hard to go back to normal without incorporating this in some way. Um, so I don't know. The truth is, I don't know. And I don't think they know, but I think that there are possibilities where certain things will be incorporated and whatever a new filming shooting structure looks like might involve some of this stuff. But I think people miss being on set. I think people Mm -hmm. will, will want to produce like the highest quality content they can, quote unquote, when this is all over. But I think these are great questions because... We don't know what the world is going to look like. We don't know what television production is going to look like, but I don't think that the future involves only Zooming from our houses forever. (laughs) One of the
1: things I've been sure about is that we're going to see a surge in animated shows because of this lockdown. Did you come across anything in your reporting that will let me gloat about being right?
3: I love your theory. I support your theory without any evidence of my own. (laughs) I I mean... (laughs) Thank you. I... I think it's, I think that that tracks, you know, like we have, again, think about like the tools we have at home. What can you do from home? People can illustrate yeah. things. People can speak into microphones. I didn't talk to anyone, but that's, It's a great story idea that I can definitely pursue for you. (laughs) Thank you. I
1: mean, it makes sense because not even right now, right now in Hollywood, it's supposed to be pilot season, but a lot of pilots aren't going out because of them being live action. And not only do I think that people are going to be pitching more animated shows, the other day, one day at a time, which is a live action show, said they're going to do an animated episode. And then two SNL episodes ago, Kyle Mooney had an animated sketch instead of live action. So it seems like not only will there be new animated shows, but they're going to be I, I would be interested to see if current live-action shows have to make some sort of switch so they
3: can make content for viewers. Casey, you are a hundred percent onto something like that. I mean, <laughs> you noticed that you noticed that trend before I did. Like, I would love to read or write that story. That's like, I think you're right. I think please like, do, Christy. Again, do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, these things I think are temporary fixes for now. But yeah, I think that like we could see a surge in that for the exact reason that we're on zoom and we're using mics and we're using iPhones. Like it's, it's a, it's something we can do in the interim. So yeah, I, I agree with you. Totally.
0: Christy I have actually one last question for you so we're getting a new episode of Parks and Rec pretty soon one where we're going to be seeing you know Leslie Nope and all the characters and how they're dealing with quarantine here's my question for you what do you think it's going to be like to look back on like this era of television like five years from now
3: oh my god I think about it a lot because I am like a potato on my couch if I'm not doing work I'm watching tv and like I'm also a person living in the now and I've I just think that unfortunately a lot of the things that we're watching right now in production that's coming out will remind us of this time whatever this time mm-hmm. means for you 5 years from now that will feel weird because whatever the new normal is we'll be back to like filming and shooting and producing in person that's what I hope for the world but yeah it's going to be weird it's going to be weird to Look back on video clips of Jimmy Fallon in his house in Long Island with his family handwriting his stage cards. Like, I hope that feels weird to us, <laughs> but I guess we will
1: see. <laughs> oh, we will see. Well, thank you so much, Christy, for joining
3: us. <laughs> thank you for having me. I hope you guys are staying safe and healthy and sane.
0: It's time for The List, because if you know BuzzFeed at all, you know how much we love lists. And today, we're looking at four virtual hikes you can take around the U.S.
1: And they're all on YouTube, and they are super high def. It's basically all of the joy of looking at stuff in nature without getting all sweaty and covered with bugs. But I do have to admit that the other day I went on a walk, and I did get a sunburn just to feel alive. (laughs) So I guess I wouldn't mind the bugs if it means going on a hike. Also, I do regret the sunburn.
0: (laughs) Okay, well, I cannot endorse intentional sunburn. Please join us as we experience the relaxation of these virtual hikes. Number one, the Kule'o'o Ridge Trail in Oahu, Hawaii. The video will take you inland and up through the rainforest so you can look out over the coast and its gentle waves, away from the tourists and bustle of Waikiki, and let you peer more deeply into your own soul.
1: Number two the Historic Railroad Hiking Trail in Mead River, Nevada. This trail is near the Hoover Dam, exploring the canyons and ridges of the Mountain West. It also takes you through the tunnels carved into the mountains when they were building it back in the 1930s.
0: Number three, the Nicole Blue Memorial Trail in Eagle Harbor, Michigan. If you're somehow missing winter already, good news. This will take you on a snowshoe hike in Michigan's Upper Peninsula. The bare trees all around you. The sound of fresh fallen snow crisp under your snowshoes.
1: And number four, the Baker River Trail in the Mount Baker area of Washington. Filmed in the fall, this hike takes you through the illustrious autumn trees and blissful waterfront trail views along the Baker River. Okay, we have time for one more thing. And I'm using it to ask you, Hayes, what's a Justin Amash?
0: Okay, first of all, props for getting his name right. A lot of people say Amash, and he is a congressman from Michigan.
1: Okay, so why was he trending on Twitter?
0: Oh, uh, because he's running for president now, apparently.
1: Okay, correct me if I'm wrong, but Joe Biden is going to be the Democratic nominee. So it would seem, yes. And Trump is the Republican nominee.
0: That's how it usually works with incumbents.
1: Then what the hell is Amash doing?
0: He oh, he's looking to run as a third party campaign on the Libertarian Party ticket against both Biden and Trump.
1: Of course, that makes sense for the year 2020.
0: Yep. So Amash was a Republican forever and hella libertarian, which appeals to the people in West Michigan, which is the people he represents. But with Trump's love of deficit spending and the whole, you know, impeachment thing, Amash said fuck this to the Republican Party and is now an independent.
1: And again, he's running for president.
0: Look, everyone is as baffled as you are right now.
1: OK, make this make sense for me. Is this good or bad
0: for Trump winning re-election? Well, that's um, kind of a toss up that depends on who you ask. I mean, Biden fans out there may like him for his, you know, morals and ideals, etc. But probably he will. Pull votes from Trump for people who love the idea of going back to traditional Republican, uh, lower taxes, lower spending, more freedom for all kind of stuff. So who's to say? I, I will say this, though. This morning, Trump tweeted out about this news, saying that he thinks Amash would, quote, make a wonderful candidate, especially since he is way behind in his district and has no chance of maintaining his congressional seat. He almost always votes for the do-nothing Dems anyway. I like him even more than Jill Stein. And honestly, I gotta say, for Trump, that's a pretty solid burn. (laughs)
1: Okay, well, you know what? Thanks for filling me in, I guess.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you're welcome, I guess.
1: (laughs) That's it for today. Join us tomorrow for another Thursday in Paradise. And by paradise, we mean your living room.
0: And remember, if you don't finish the jigsaw puzzle you started during quarantine, you're not a failure. You're just really shitty at doing puzzles and that's okay.
1: Be sure to subscribe to News O'Clock on the iHeartRadio app,
0: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you go for your sound stories. And please take the time to leave us a rating and a review. It helps us figure out what you like about the show versus what you love about the show and tell all your friends so they can set their alarms and never miss another episode of News O'Clock. Look through your children's eyes and you will discover the true magic of a forest. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Thursday, February 10th. Kick off Super Bowl 56 weekend with host Keegan-Michael Key. Find out who will be named the AP Most Valuable Player. Delivered by Pizza Hut. The Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year. Presented by Nationwide and more. Plus, the Pro Football Hall of Fame Class of 2022. Delivered with Uber Eats will be revealed. NFL Honors. Presented by Invisalign. Thursday, February 10th at 9 Eastern, 8 Central. On ABC, NFL Network and ESPN+. Plus. All times live except in the Pacific Time Zone.